0: Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast. Your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 28 of the Project Rook Podcast, the TGIF edition, baby. Oh, no, it ain't thank God it's Friday. It's, thank God I'm free. Free to think free to speak, free to act. However, I so choose. Well, today is podcast on wheels. Yep. I'm in the car and I'm not quite sure how this is going to sound when it's all said and done, but I had to travel this morning, had a road trip, and this is really the only time that I have to do this. So, here we are. hopefully the background noise isn't too much I hope. but it brings me to my topic. I love it. I love it when I, I be having in my mind what I'm gonna talk about and then something else comes up and just just switches it all around. So it got me to thinking just based on what I'm what I'm doing here right about excuses excuses because everybody wants to be free but everybody got excuses and i don't know a life of freedom that includes excuses to me when you start embedding excuses in your life you have eliminated two core principles of living a free life. And one, that's self-accountability. And two, that's self-responsibility. And I remember listening to, I I have listened to so much stuff. um, So I like to give credit where credit is due. So I, I think it was... E.T., the hip hop preacher, I think it was. And I remember listening to one of his videos. And let me just say this for a moment. The one thing that I think helped to save me, so to speak, is that when I say save me, just save me from myself, right? Kind of open this gate up in my journey opened my mind and, and really allowed me to have this awakening where I could see life in a different more productive more abundant more fulfilling way the one thing I think that saved me was that as much as I had my own ideas and beliefs and whatever else I was always open or, or maybe tolerant Of other ideas and beliefs. Even if it didn't jive with me. I didn't totally dismiss it. So I remember listening to this video. um, E.T. did. And he was talking about how. Until you decide. Until you can say. Where I am in life. What I have. And what I don't have. Is all because of me. It was saying, until you can say that, you ain't ready. And I was like, well, hey. And I said, can I say that all all of everything? Let me see everything. Because your mind begins to wonder if you're going to think about your childhood, you're going to think about your different encounters, you're going to think about your parents, you know, relationships that you've had, and you probably feel as though You have some pretty valid claims or reasons. You're not going to call them excuses. Reasons for why these outside things and people have affected you in some way. Right? But I really got to thinking about that. It really stuck. It it stuck with me. And this is when I was really trying to go deeper. Go deep. Like you're in trouble a warning sign right for yourself to know whether or not you are on or off track is when you no longer are in the act of pursuit you should always be pursuing something and when you're not in the act of pursuing there is a problem you're not seeking right and you when you're not seeking you're not finding and when you're not finding you're not receiving and when you're not receiving you're not growing point blank period and i was in this in this place of wanting more desiring more and i really got to ponder over that thing like wow you know i think about i never knew my father like well what would, would i you know it would be easy for me to associate relationships that I've had with men uh, especially those that weren't too good and I can associate that with you know not having not knowing my biological father um I, I, I could look at growing up in poverty I could look at growing up to a single mother um, I, I mean there's so many scenarios you know teenage mother and You know, of course, I know that was on me, you know, but I'm talking about when when you're thinking about scenarios that involve other people and other things. Can you really say that I am responsible for me? Everything that has happened in my life, everything that I have, and everything that I don't have is on me. It's a hell of a statement. But it's a game changer. And so when I think about, you know, just today, today is just an example. Um, For myself, I'm learning the metaphysical part of all of this and how your mind plays such a key role in achievement, encounters, and what it is that you receive and what it is that you don't receive. And so, when I think like, excuses. Excuses. Because I tie excuses in there with complaining. Yeah. Because when you give me excuses, you complain about something. And when you're complaining, you are not taking responsibility for yourself, for your actions, for your thoughts, and for, ultimately, your life. And it ain't no way possible that I know you can fully walk into a life of freedom without those key pieces. I, I don't I don't know it. I don't know it. I mean it is just amazing how just a shift, a minor shift in perspective, can just change everything. How you look at things, how you just appreciate There's a, there's a verse, I think it's a Bible verse that it says, if you are faithful over a few things, I'll make you ruler over many. It is our lack of gratitude for that which we already have. And I'm not just talking about material things. Right? So there are gifts that you already have. There's a mindset that you already have. Well, you don't reside in a place of gratefulness because it's hard to be grateful and make excuses at the same time. It's difficult. So, I mean, and and I'm talking about, just think about things that seem to be very, quote unquote, minor. But everyday things that you have to do that most people complain about, most people make excuses about. I think the number one thing people make excuses about, well, outside of health and, and, and you know, eating better and, and living a healthy life, would be um, being on time. <laughs> Big girl's always late and always got an excuse for why they late. <laughs> Always. It's somebody else's fault. It's the kids' fault. It's the spouse's fault. It's the traffic fault. Like <laughs> everything. And it trickles into everything else in, in in your life. And when you get caught up in a place of making excuses, right, you then begin to complain. And when you get when you start to complain, whether you realize it or not, there is discontent. Within, right there, there is something that you desire, you would like things to be a way that it isn't. So, you are pretty much focusing on the absence of that which you don't have versus the presence of that that you do have, and discontent soon follows. And you cannot, you cannot get to a place of happiness a place of joy a place of attracting love and attracting abundance while you are in a state of discontent on a day-to-day basis very difficult to do very difficult to do and what that says is as since we're talking about freedom and living free it says that you are bound to your conditions. You are bound to your environment. It says that you're, even if you claim you're living free, your freedom is conditional, which is not true freedom. Right? It, it, it's just, it depends on what's going on at the time. If the world's falling apart, you're falling apart. If the family has gone wild, you're going wild. change with the wind and that is not living a true life of freedom it is not i don't mean any harm but i I find nothing more interesting aka hilarious than watching so-called anointed and highly favored and blessed church folks literally have a meltdown as this election process is continuing on like I don't know how somebody in my family got my dad on um, email because it was a new email that I created and um, they sent me some crazy sign of petition like <laughs> y'all are scared I find that to be fascinating. I find that to be fascinating. You're scared. And that lets me know there's some cracks. There's some cracks in the foundation. There's some cracks. Well, no, no, you can't say it because we all human. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, you, you know, whether you admit it or not, you know, you, you, you can kind of, hey, call it whatever you want to call it. But all I'm saying is When you create, when you realize that you create your world, when you realize it—I mean, really realize it—when you when you walk into it, when you live it every day, no. It's what's that? What's that little? What's that little song? What's that song? I, that little church for him. Um, what's it called? I cannot be moved. I will not be moved. I don't know, but you become your own anchor, right? So you don't make excuses. You, you you will never, ever, ever give another man credit for holding you back. You will never say, because of the white man, you can't do X, Y, Z. You will never say foolishness like that. You will never say, because of the Republicans, that's why you... Your, your income remains the way it is. You would never say things like that. You would never say things like that. Because it will be a contradiction. When you know that you, you, you are in the driver's seat controlling the world, your world, that you have the ability to create. I get so hyped. I get so hyped, And I think before you. Really coming to really, really understanding this. It might seem like, you know, people are crazy. This stuff don't make no sense. If it was that simple and that easy for me to just, in my mind, create a new, a new life, a new world, why wouldn't everybody do it? Well, it's simple, but I didn't it was easy. Never said that. And the only reason it's not easy is because... A chip has already been programmed. So you're going through the process of you got to repartition your drive. (laughs) If you're familiar with computers, you got to wipe that slate clean and reprogram. You have to download some new software. It's a lot harder. Have you ever seen, let me see, like people train. It could be sports, it could be it could, it. could be anything, it could be driving, it could be cooking, whatever it is that your thing is, watch how difficult it is to work with someone who has already learned a faulty method in what it is you're doing versus when you have a newbie that comes to you. And you're able to teach them, you're able to train them. And it's just that it is just as simple as that. The bottom line is excuses. Ooh, they stink. They stink. And you should be embarrassed. We, we, we should be embarrassed to wake up every day and claim. You know, the most high, of this, God is all around, God lives within me, yada, yada, yada. We should be embarrassed to state all of those things and in the same breath come back and give excuses for why we can't and why we haven't been able to live the life that we truly want to live. look at this health thing. Someone, I'm on a, uh, a group on um, What is it? Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. It's a vegan group. The lady was wanting some help, some information for um, you know, she said she had been a vegan for like seven to eight months. She, you know, she was strictly vegan. But she ended up having to move I guess back home with some of her family. And You know, they had the same eating habits and she kind of started back, you know, eating chicken and turkey and kind of eating along the same lines they were. And that she was just saying she wanted to transition back because she just felt so much better when she was eating a vegan diet. And, you know, now her boyfriend is looking to get a place and he eats meat and, you know, looking for some corners. And my comment to her was... The moment that you make up your mind, it's a wrap. It's the decision. I used to get tired of hearing that. I, I used to I, I'll be honest. Because I, I would listen to a lot of motivational videos. And I would listen to a lot of the quote unquote greats. And that was one of the first things that they would say in regard, what, in regard to whatever goal you were, whether you you wanted to be rich, whether you wanted to just be great and just to live in your purpose, whatever it was, the first thing, you had to make the decision. Now, most people will say, I did. I I made the decision. I I mean, I said that this is what I want to do. I want to, you know, get healthy and I want to live a better life. Yeah, nope. No, you didn't make the decision. Decision. I know I noticed what you think, but you, but you didn't. Because the moment that you make a decision, you lock in. Now it doesn't mean that it's gonna be smooth smell smooth selling from then on then on out. No. It doesn't mean that you're gonna automatically just shift into this diabolical, you know, stainless steel. Machine that just you can just push through anything, which you, you really can. No, it doesn't it doesn't mean that, but it means you are locked in. It. This is what it means when people say there is no option B, there is no plan B. When you lock in, there is no plan B. There is no plan B. There is. And you are so focused on what it is that you have made a decision to do. The the, the thing that keeps you focused and in is is that you know why you're doing it. You're not doing it just because, oh, this is a good thing to do. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I think I want to do this. No you know why you're doing it. And, and what I shared with her was when you lock in and you know why you're doing what you're doing, no one else is going to matter. No one else is going to matter. And what I mean by that is right now, in my in my household, everyone else, and this is just an example, everyone else still eats meat, right? As a matter of fact, even though it's not my most favorite thing to do, I still prepare this for for my family because it's what they eat. And when I took on this journey, it wasn't about becoming a food police and trying to tell people what to eat. No, it was about doing me because this is what I decided was the best for me. And I knew what it was that I was doing. I don't like to give myself, you know, my, my, my transition really as an example because I don't want to discourage people. I think everyone's journey is different. But for me, it was more spiritual than it was anything else. Before, it was about, you know, and even though these things are important, it wasn't, number one, about, well, it was a piece of that. When you, when you, let me see. When I made the transition. there was a piece that was about how we're all connected. That was a spiritual aspect. But just in a general sense, it wasn't really about saving the animals. It wasn't really about all the chemicals and poisons they were putting in the meat or whatever. This was this was this was me and me. This was a spiritual journey. This was a this is my spirit guided me and said we're no longer eating meat. And it was done. It was done. Didn't desire it anymore after that. And I didn't need it anymore after that. Not even, you know, a slip back. Not even a oopsie. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That I'm just saying for me. And the point that I'm trying to make is, and I'm saying over and over and over and over and over again, self-awareness is the key. The whole point of all of this all of it, finding yourself, walking in your purpose, getting healthy, living an abundant life is all about reconnecting with yourself because that's your guide. When you're in tune, spirit got you. Spirit is going to give you the wisdom and ability that you need. Y'all, it's crazy. I can't even, some stuff I don't even share with people. I mean, it's little things that I just noticed that spirit would just help you with. When you can't find something, like when you're trying to make a decision, like simple stuff, and it, it just, it, it comes clear to you, and it's, it's, it's no way, I don't believe it. it's any way possible for you really to be tapped in, turned on, right, with your spirit, and, and then at the same time give excuses. I don't believe it's possible. There is no excuse for knowing that you were put here for something other than you are doing and you're not doing it. It's no excuse. It's no excuse to look around and see your family members dying, sick, overweight, illnesses, diseases, and you go out the same way. That's no excuse. That's a cop-out. That's lazy. It's no excuse. It's no excuse for not tapping in to a power that you say, you say, not me. You say that you have access to. It's no excuse. You know, excuses are like assholes. Everybody got one. And they stink. Yeah. Straight like that. (laughs) Straight like that. So when you want to make something happen, and again, what made me, you know, this came to me from just today, as I'm thinking about, I have a busy weekend coming up, I made a commitment to do something on Friday, right? The commitment wasn't Decided, depending on what I had going on. I'm just using this for example, so just go with me. You, you you take this and apply it to whatever you need to apply it to. The point was, by any means necessary, if this is what I lock in on doing and staying committed to, then I do it. And it is something about connecting with the why that you're doing something. It is something with connecting with the intent, because intention to me is everything. When you know the intent behind what you're doing and when the intent behind what you're doing is pure and righteous, man, it has a way, it has a way, it has a way of just keeping you on point. I don't really believe in this force thing. I don't really believe in, you know, I try to tread lightly, right? Because I I believe to, to some extent willpower That's cool. But I'm telling you, when you connect with yourself, your God, your, your spirit God is going to lead you, right? It's going to assist you. So you ain't got to force yourself to do certain things. And because to me, the intention is all wrong. When you're trying to force yourself to do something, that shouldn't be the goal. The first goal should be, well, let me explore why I, why I'm desiring what I'm desiring right now. Why am I getting this feeling? Why why is less okay for me? Why do I crave certain things that is that are not good for me? Whether it's bad food, bad relationships, you got to get to the core of that first before you try to just force yourself outside of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, excuses, man, they stink. (laughs) Excuses, they stink. They stink and they move you further and further away from you. Because there is nothing that you can't do. I used to get tired of hearing that. I'm going to tell you some of the, let's see, the cliche lines I even get tired of. You can do anything um never give up give up on your dreams or or just never give up um what's another another that you always hear the sky is the limit but i'm but i'm telling you as cliche as those things are man if you can if you really can believe that you can do all things if you really can believe that the sky is the limit, and I like to say the sky isn't a limit because there are no limits. But if you really can tap in, tap in to that place inside, and even if you can't even relate to what I'm saying, if you can just believe it's possible, like I don't know what this this stuff she's talking sounds cool, but I I, I don't even. I don't have the least bit idea of how to get there or where to start, because I've never gotten close to that type of feeling. But if you can just believe that it's possible, I had someone to ask me about growing up and how did I get out, whereas there are so many others that I grew up with that are still, you know, home and you know, from a small country town in North Carolina. And you know, considering my my story, so to speak, how did I get out? And I said, you know, what saves a lot of people is that they have images. They get images of what's possible, and they and they they hold on to those images. I said, you know, oddly enough, and you know, man, we were broke, man. We were just broke. So there wasn't a lot of images. There wasn't a lot of travel. There, there was no travel. <laughs> Other than not beyond a two, two-hour distance that I can remember. But something told me that it was it was more available. It was more out there. Something within, as I watched my mother struggle, as I watched her, as I came home from school, and she wasn't there because she had to go to work i just knew it had to be more to life than that. I just knew that I didn't want to live that life. I just knew it just didn't feel good and i didn't and I didn't ask for i was very um considerate you know some kids nowadays regardless of their parents' financial situation, they don't care. Like, I want this and I want that. You should be able to. Like, I I wasn't. I was just considering because I knew we didn't have it. So I tried not to ask. And my first goal was when I got 14 to get a job. And so I could take care of what I wanted, the things that I really, really wanted for myself. I could buy those things. And I did. And I did. But I knew. That there was more to life, and I knew, and I don't don't I don't know how I knew. Now, all right, now we get technical about it. <laughs> that was good old spirit checking in. I didn't realize it at the time, but I knew that I was gonna be the one to bring my mama out. I was gonna be that. That was my I, that was my charge. I came here to do that. I came here to. To be the facilitator of some blessings for her. I knew that. And so I knew I had a job to do. And I couldn't do it staying there where I was. So I say all that to say. Man. I I was every, every statistic in the book. man. Almost. I should not be here. I should not be thriving right now. I have every reason to, to have falling in line with so many other victim conscious people victim mindset, poverty, consciousness mindset like I have every single reason to be there and even when you don't know what to do, know how to get started sometimes it comes upon a time where you don't need to ask nobody else nothing don't ask nobody else what they're reading don't ask nobody else what they think you should do don't ask nobody else you know for their two cents it comes a time where you just get with yourself and you say self Hey, help. I, I don't know what to do. Oh, it's something about just there's such power in that. Sending out an SOS. I need help. I know that there is more for me. I know that I deserve every single thing and this is again not about being jealous or envious of anyone else and what it is that they have but when you when you can honestly say i know that i deserve to live a certain kind of life i know that i shouldn't wake up angry every day and hating to do whatever it is that i hate to do i know that i shouldn't feel guilty for not wanting to spend all my time at a job and, and be away from my children Like you, 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 really, really have to 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 send out that SOS, right? And then just start trust your spirit to guide you. There are certain things you're going to hear. There are certain things you're going to see. There's going to be a book you come across. There's going to be an audio you come across, and you set the intention. You make the commitment. This is what I say. This is what this is what I straight up say right here. I was talking about. It. I was like, "Look at you! I don't care how long it takes. I, this is one of those I will really, I will literally go after it or die trying." I said, "But I'm, I'm gonna give life everything I got." I apologize for spending the first thirty years of my life asleep and not living up to my full potential. I apologize for trying to represent the most high and then at the same time, not giving my best. Mm. How disrespectful is that? But I apologize. But I'm telling you, and this is the declaration I made at the beginning of 2014. I said, I'm telling you, from this day forward, this was January 1, 2014, I'm going to give life everything I got. And I am gonna dedicate myself to being the best that I can mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I'm telling you, man, making that declaration and setting an intention and making the decision, and it didn't matter. I was like, look, it can take me 10 years to get to a place And I don't want to say comfort, but a place of what I consider success. It could take me 25 years. I ain't never going to stop. And I swear to you, my spirit said to me just as clear as day, there's only one way you'll lose. There's only one. And that's if you quit. That's if you stop trying. And... (laughs) In the world of winning, baby, it ain't no room for no excuses. It ain't no room for no complaints. It ain't no room for blaming others. No one cares. All right? No one cares. Like, this is generation cupcake, generation marshmallow soft. Like, nobody cares. You got to buckle up, buckle down. And do the work. And not care. Forget the calendar. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with setting goals. And putting time frames on goals. But I'm talking about, we're, we're talking journey. This is journey talk now. This is lifelong journey talk. Time don't matter. It doesn't matter. Because it never ends. You can put a year on a year. I'm going to be XYZ. And and you can hit that milestone. Boom, you hit it in a year. A year's time you hit it. Then what? On to the next. Because life is is a constant evolution. It's a constant growth. But when you eliminate time, frames, you eliminate what the world says you should be doing by this time. You, you, You should have this by this time. Stay in your own lane. Man. I already know. Some people ain't going to listen to me till I can really show how this thing pop, till I can really show how <laughs> this manifestation thing works. And you can really see like, oh, wow. Wow. Oh, I already know it. And I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. That's why I like to publicly say it now. Anyone who knows me knows this is so outside of me because I'm rather private. I like to stay to myself. I, 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 Me and my mind, we're a hell of a team. And we stay, we stay close. But I like to publicly declare, like that's where I am at this point of my life, that I stand on what it is that I believe. Unequivocally, I stand on it. Like, take me, use me for the example, I'll show you, we'll see. And nowhere in the midst of any of that, Will you find excuses? Don't nobody kick. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Jeez. My bad. Dude, big box just fell out of truck in the middle of the room. <laughs> um, but, yeah, nowhere in the middle of that is excuses. Like, nobody cares what I have to do on a day-to-day basis. Nobody cares if I have to get up at 4.30 in the morning because that's the time I need to work out in the morning. No one cares if I have to stop what I'm doing and go drive my daughter to to tutoring and then come back and fix dinner and then drive her to dance and then come back and study and do. No one cares. No one cares. No one. And I don't expect them to. I want sympathy because I remind myself and I, I would challenge you to remind yourself I was built for this. Like I'm a bad mama jammer. You gotta become your own uh, hype man, your own hype woman. I am the greatest. I have my daughter say that every morning. I'm the greatest. I'm unstoppable. And I know it gets on nerves, but she'll get it one day. I'm unstoppable. And more importantly, I just had her add another one on that says, my future is in my hands. I decide. You decide. You can tap up. You can tap out of here or you can wake up five years from now, or 10 years from now and still be where you are. But but believe this, buddy, ma'am, it will be all your fault. It will be because that's what you decided. Well, you know, I can't take a certain risk. you already taking a risk. Life itself is a risk. I'm just saying, if you're going to take a risk, you might as well make, make it one worthwhile. Well, that's easy for you to say. Like, people got excuses for days. It's easy for you to say. Oh, it's easy for me to say. Yeah, you don't have small children. Well, what about when my daughter was small? I don't know she's not small anymore, but what about when she was? What well, is different now okay and when you find yourself looking at other people and you have a little a a tagline a a little comeback to every single thing about how why they can do and you can not do just know just know you're in a place of excuses and mm, victim victim mindset blaming lack of accountability can't get there. You cannot get to freedom to say, thank God I'm free. I'm thinking for myself now. I'm speaking for myself now. I'm acting for myself now. You cannot get to that place from there. You can't. It's not possible. And you know, you know, you know whether or not you're living a life of freedom. You know it. We all know you know whether you can wake up in the morning and genuinely feel good every morning no matter what you see that sun even if you don't see the sun you just see the light outside the clouds and you're like oh my god yes thank you well don't nobody do that every day well you speak for yourself speak for yourself it's so crazy because when i make a statement like that that's so bizarre as if it's not possible to literally wake up every day and be freaking happy that you're on earth, you're still living. That you have the ability to to really create. You're a magician. You can literally create whatever you want. And I hear you saying, but well, that's what I've been trying to do. And I ain't been able to do it. So now what? Well, you gotta look at your formula. <laughs> you gotta look at your quote unquote spell, your practice, your ritual. Something is off. That's all that is. Something is off. I know it because mine was off. And I thought I was doing all I was supposed to do. I thought I was being a good person. I thought I was praying. I thought I was eating well. Why isn't my life reflective of all of these good things that I think that I'm doing and I think that I'm believing? My formula was off. When I tapped into universal law, when I tapped into the universe, when I tapped into Mind power, ooh. When I look myself in the mirror and I said, you know what, you full of shit. Yep. You keep talking about what you want, keep talking about what you want, but you ain't, you ain't doing a doggone thing to move you closer to that. Other than make excuses for why you ain't got time. That's one of the worst excuses you can ever say, I ain't got time. It was a you, you just a lie. You a lie. You a lie. I said it before to take inventory of your time all day long. Write it down. Are you on social media? Are you watching television? If you're doing either of those two things and you still say you don't have time, I'm not talking to you. Cause you're full of crap. Mm-hmm. Yep. Time is moving. And that's not to put you in a in a you know a sense of feeling rushed to do anything. But it's, there should be a sense of urgency when you know life is calling you to more. It should, it should be a sense of urgency. Because if not now, when? When? How long? We're about to come up on another new year. How many new years are passed by? You 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 see it. You feel it. If not you, who? Why would God place a dream and a purpose in your heart? Why would God favor other people and allow them to live a happy, joyous, free, free free-flowing life, abundant life? Why would he allow that to happen for some and not for you? He just liked them better. You've just done something so bad or they've just been so good. (laughs) Yeah, You know that don't make no sense excuses, man, excuses, that's all I got, that's all I got, good people. The path to freedom is not paved with excuses, (laughs) it's paved with self-accountability, it is paved with self-responsibility, This life is on you. It's on you. So, next time, that's all that I got, good people. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.